0: Welcome to the What's Good with Jazz podcast. I am Jazz, your spiritual way shower and friend. This show is about encouraging self-awareness, personal growth, and self-mastery by sharing my experiences and helpful resources. This podcast is for people who need help with letting go of who they are not by remembering and becoming who they truly are, a supreme being. Now, let's start the show. So this week, I want to show some love to nature and the sun. Um, I love and enjoy receiving the light codes from the sun. I love looking at the sun and seeing the different uh, colors and changes it's been going through. Um, It's been pulsating a lot. I I noticed a change in how the sun um, is interacting with the world, in a sense. Well, with me anyway, you know what I'm saying? I'm an earth sign, so I definitely dig all of this shit. Um, I really appreciate, um, you know, this place that I go to whenever I'm needing a refresher, um, I guess, upliftment. And I go to the riverfront, and I always feel like there's an emotional reset. When I leave there, and while I'm there, um, seeing the lovely animals—the chipmunks, the squirrels, the geese, the red robins, the herons, or the birds—playing around, hearing their little, you know, um, the the sounds that they make to to attract the other birds, and how they switch it up, you know, just observing and just listening and just sitting still and being still and just um Not letting any of my thoughts come there and being appreciative of the elementals and how much they support us, whether we know it or not. And especially the trees, you know, I got my two favorite tree, homegirl and homeboy, you know what I'm saying? And I just, I just adore them because they hold me down when I'm sitting at my respite place and um, they keep the shade, you know, Surrounding me during the summertime and you know, and um just keeping me cool and it's, i just I just love nature and I just love the sun, and I just love getting the light codes and the frequencies and the the energy from them. I can feel my body receiving all of the goodness from from them, and i I wouldn't want to live without it. I know there's a quarantine and I know that we're all supposed to stay in the house, but I need my fresh air and opening up the windows ain't going to get me closer to no damn nature or the sun. You know what I'm saying? Looking out the window ain't going to get me closer to feeling the sun. I need to be outside. I I need to be near water. I need to, or I'll, I'll go insane. Do you want me to go insane? Shit. Let me have my things. So... I just always feel just connected and peaceful there, and I'm just gonna continue to go there. That's my favorite spot, and I just love them so. Thank you, sun, and thank you, nature, for all that you do for us, whether the humans appreciate it or not. So now let's get into the into. Okay, we're gonna get into the quote to boots. this segment called the quotables I will be sharing some quotes that I found online that would be helpful in um, changing your perspective or not so I have seven today and here's the first one from Miriam Hasnea on Twitter sometimes what you call being an empath is really just enmeshment and poor boundaries that come from normalized trauma bonding. This next one comes from Karen Neverland on Twitter. First, you wake up to your light, then you wake up to your shadow. And finally, you wake up to yourself. This next quote is from Mostly Aware on Twitter. Your soul is tired of you not loving yourself. This next quote is from Pammy DS on Twitter. When you change your perception of something, you rewire the chemistry in your body. The next quote is from Mind Tendencies 2 on Twitter. The more inner work you do, the more lies you will uncover about yourself. This next quote is from Mind Tendencies 2 again. Mind your business to love yourself. Enforce your boundaries to love yourself. Be vulnerable with yourself to love yourself. Feel yourself to love yourself. Not like that. (laughs) that. Take care of your body to love yourself. Separate your thoughts, feelings, and desires from others to love yourself. And the last quote is from Ebony Janice on Twitter. I am so afraid of disappointing the people I love, that I sometimes forget that I am someone I love too. Now that's it for the Quartables. Let's get into the main shit. So this week I wanted to talk about enmeshment. It is a form of codependency and the information I got regarding this topic is from Kelly Spears' article, The Enmeshed Family, 14 Signs of Enmeshment and How to Overcome Difficult Relationship Dynamics. And another article, 13 Signs You're Suffering from Toxic Family Enmeshment by Althea Luna. This information will be in the show notes. Um informational references. So what is enmeshment? The concept of enmeshment was introduced by family therapist, Salvador Mnuchin, I don't know how to say that, in the 1970s. It involves blurred or non-existent boundaries, unhealthy patterns, control, and lack of dependence and individuality between two or more people, typically family members. Now, my experience with enmeshment, this is my experience, Jasmine Nicole Carlton's experience, okay? What I believe, what I felt, okay? So I've always noticed a certain dynamic between some family that I spent time with and I didn't really feel like I fit in completely because it didn't feel quite right to me to connect that way through the dynamic as an adult. Um, but there were many times in my life where I felt alone. And so I thought I needed to be similar to them so I can feel like I was included and to get more attention from them. You know, I mean, it's your family. You, you would want to feel like you belong and feel like you matter, right? So I tried to recreate their circle of energy. And I did before a very short period of time. And each time I tried it, you know, a few times I always ended up falling back because it didn't feel like, you know, unconditional love and acceptance that I needed from family. Well, I thought I needed from family. It didn't, it didn't feel right. It felt really sad and low-vibed and like a roller coaster energy up and down. Lots of um, fear of abandonment and just like fearful energy. And, um, I was already feeling like that on my own. Like I didn't ha- I didn't want to feel double the energy cause it's it, extra draining. Right. And I just slowly backed off for a while. And, um, I backed off when I realized I had a choice to either feel low and bond or feel good and bond. And I felt guilty about feeling good and bonding and, um, it didn't feel genuine when it was coming from them. It always felt like a hidden agenda. Maybe it was my own hidden agenda of feeling pissed off that they weren't being real or whatever. I don't know. Okay. But I know that I felt guilty about falling back because that was my family. You know, I've known them since birth. You know, but it just, the shit just didn't feel right. And um, whenever I was around them, I always felt like, helping them to get out of that enmeshed dysfunctional cycle. But it was so ingrained. It's so ingrained in them and in their behavior and in, and in their psyche that um, I decided I, I couldn't save them. No, like nobody can save them. You know what I'm saying? They, could, they all can save themselves. So I stayed away and I just cannot be around and witness that kind of, dysfunction and not want to do something about it, you know, decades of this, generations, lifetimes, you know, in many different forms. Um, It it just, it just didn't feel good. It it didn't feel helpful being in that, you know, in that dynamic, it didn't feel helpful or light. And to me, it didn't feel like love, you know, Um, it's like, why do I have to deny myself to Bond with you guys to connect with y'all. Why do I feel like I have to ignore my gut instincts regarding someone or something to connect and bond with you guys and it's like, well, they don't, they don't make you do nothing that you don't want to do. You're right. But there's an energy to this shit. Like energy don't lie. And people can say a lot of things all they want to, but how they feel and what they're emanating from, from them, From themselves. You can feel that shit if it's not right. Especially if it's not right. It's more stronger when it's the opposite of what they say. But that's just me, because I feel energy anyway. So but um so (laughs) that's my experience with enmeshment. And now at this point in time, I've accepted everybody for where they where they are. Um I I no longer judge them because they choose they choose to be in that and it's nothing i can do about that i'm not going to get pissed off and angry cuz they continue to choose that maybe they haven't even chosen it cuz i haven't sp- spoken to them in a while but maybe they've changed i don't know but that's my experience with it and i hope that they have seen the light and <laughs> and i hope that they feel the light too now Unfortunately, many families fail to implement healthy boundaries leading to enmeshment and deep emotional pain. A lot of people don't realize they are part of an enmeshed family until they're well into adulthood and some individuals never recognize the signs. Until now. Let's dive into the signs for more awareness. First off, I just want to say I, I appreciate my mother's family, and I thank them so much for looking out for me and taking care of me when I needed them the most. I really appreciate them, and thank you, and I love you all. Um, <laughs> no hard feelings. No hard feelings, son. All right, so now, deeply ingrained, long-standing enmeshment patterns can be difficult to recognize within a family unit. As dysfunction becomes the norm. It's most common between parents and their children, though it can also occur between couples and entire families. You may be part of an enmeshed relationship of family if you experience any of the following. An unhealthy emotional attachment to a loved one that seems out of control shared emotions where you have difficulty distinguishing your feelings and emotions from those of your partner or family member, an unclear identity due to the drive to meet your family or partner's expectations and needs, lack of alone time and space due to your loved one's insistence on spending every available moment together, the need to be rescued from difficult emotions or the expectation that you'll rescue rescue your loved one from his or her challenging emotions that's what i experienced guys yeah i was a mesh. yeah <laughs> guilt shame and anxiety that arises from meeting your personal excuse me <clears throat> let me start over guilt shame and anxiety that arises from meeting your personal needs in place of providing emotional support to your partner or family member. Intense fear of conflict and abandonment. I've experienced that. The inability to feel up when your loved one is feeling down due to shared emotional states. Lack of control in your own life due to your partner or family member's need for control. Your loved one may attempt to dictate every aspect of your life from your friendships and relationships to your political and religious beliefs and sexual preferences. In addition to the signs that were just mentioned, an enmeshed parent and child relationship may be characterized by the following. Inappropriate roles, such as the parent becoming the child's best friend and the child acting as the parent's primary or only source of emotional support. The child may also become the parent's confidant and be expected to keep family secrets. Favoritism, when a parent expresses that one child is his or her favorite or exhibits favoritism through his or her actions, including special privileges. Lack of boundaries regarding privacy between the parent and child. Overinvolvement in the child's relationships activities, accomplishments, and problems. The pressure to remain in the same town as the parent or to attend a nearby college. Enmeshed parents often make their adult children feel guilty for pursuing interests and activities outside of the family unit. Now, let's discuss what causes enmeshment. Now, there are three of these. And the first one is growing up in an enmeshed family environment, which can make it difficult to form and maintain healthy relationships. Unhealthy patterns tend to be passed down through multiple generations. The desire to break free from a parent's rigid rules and boundaries and making a conscious effort to steer clear of rigidity in the hope of breaking the family cycle which can sometimes result in enmeshment. And the last one, a parent's reaction to a child's illness or trauma, when the parent feels an intense desire to keep his or her child safe from further physical or emotional harm, even after the illness or traumatic event has passed. Now let's talk about how enmeshment impacts us as adults. So here are some ways that affect you know, us in adulthood. You feel the need to rescue everyone around you. You feel the need to be rescued. You take responsibility for other people's feelings, habits, and choices. You can't tell the difference between your emotions and the emotions from those around you. You struggle to give yourself or others close to you personal space. You feel like your partner completes you and without them, you would be you would be nothing. You get tangled up in the drama of other people's lives easily. You feel betrayed when someone close to you wants to do their own thing without you. You define your worth by how useful you are to others. You confuse obsession with care. You don't really know who you are. Your sense of self is weak. You easily lose your identity in the presence of others. You don't have many interests or hobbies outside of your family, friend, or romantic relationships. And you might make other people responsible for your emotions rather than taking responsibility yourself. Some long-term effects include personality disorders and other mental health issues, self-esteem problems, Unstable relationships due to family instability during childhood. Eating disorders, which may be prompted by the need for control in a person's life. Substance, substance use disorders and self-harm. Many individuals attempt to relive, excuse me, relive. Oh my God. Can I talk? Shit. Many individuals attempt to relieve their emotional pain by turning to alcohol, drugs, or other addictive behaviors and self-harm. Physical health problems, such as headaches, fatigue, sleep problems, and chronic pain. Now, did any of these effects feel familiar to you? Did you start justifying them as soon as you felt a little triggered? It's normal to feel a bit triggered by what you've heard. Okay, so now we are gonna give you some solutions to help you to overcome this shit. Yay! Here are the helpful tools. So the first tool is um, awareness. As you all know, as I always like to promote is the first step to healing in an enmeshed relationship. Here are some tips that will help you start to untangle and be free. The first one, practice mindfulness to establish a connection to yourself and your environment. Set aside a few minutes a day to get in touch with your thoughts and feelings. Pay close attention to your breath and any bodily sensations you may be experiencing. By allowing yourself to be present, you'll learn that thoughts and feelings pass organically. You'll also begin to develop a stronger sense of self and become less triggered by the difficult people and stressors in your life. Number two, acknowledge your feelings. Rather than pushing uncomfortable feelings away, acknowledge them and allow yourself to sit with them before allowing them to drift away naturally. Identify the hurt you feel now as well as the hurt you felt as a child. Number three, take responsibility for your feelings and nobody else's. Taking on others' emotions can be exhausting and draining. Make a conscious effort to take responsibility for your feelings. Don't expect loved ones to carry the burden of your emotions and avoid trying to make others more comfortable by attempting to change their emotional state. Number four, begin setting personal boundaries. Only initiate a conversation about boundaries when you and your loved ones are calm. Be direct and assertive without being harsh or judgmental. Pay close attention to your feelings and be sure to maintain the boundaries you set. Setting boundaries is a sign of self-respect. Number five, form meaningful friendships. Many enmeshed family members struggle to make and maintain connections outside of the family unit. Healthy friends are important. They open us up to new dynamics and help us understand and appreciate different points of view. And the last tip. <laughs> the tip? <laughs> i just thinking. That. Sorry. Explore your interests. Look for a club, group, or class in your area. Meetup.com is an excellent place to connect with others in your community. Another helpful tool is the spiritual teacher Miriam Hasnea. She has two classes about enmeshment, boundary setting, and taking your power back at her online New Earth Mystery School. Links to the online classes And the articles I discussed will be in the show notes. Okay, now let's get to the bottom line. So the bottom line is when enmeshed families become aware of their unhealthy patterns, they can begin to connect through open communication, healthy mutual emotional support, a sense of belonging and validation. However, you may experience some pushback as you begin to recognize dysfunctional patterns and set healthy boundaries. Everyone must acknowledge and accept unhealthy family dynamics in their own time. Still, continue to break free even if your family doesn't do it with you. How do you want to feel? Move towards that or not. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you learned something that's great, if you didn't and you thought it was a waste of time, that's great too. Now you know what is and isn't right for you. And um, tune into the next episode and the other ones. please like, you know, share, subscribe on on the Apple Podcast. Um, follow and like on Spotify. Um, and just, you know, if there's anything, any feedback that you want me to know, please leave a comment rate, you know, um, let me know something. I've seen all you people from Slovenia, Poland, Bulgaria, Mexico, Washington state. Like, (laughs) like, come on. Like I see y'all, I peep y'all. And I appreciate all of you who are listening and are actually benefiting from something I've said. And just let me know what's up with the deal list. Connect, communicate. You know, email me, was good, good with jazz at gmail.com. W-H-A-T-S-G-O-O-D-W-I-T-J-A-Z-Z at gmail.com. Damn, all them damn letters. Listen, talk to me. Let me know what's up. If you know the English language, please holler at me. If you think I'm trash, let me know. If you don't think I'm trash, let me know what's up. All right? Um, Enjoy the rest of your days. And I hope that you feel good no matter what you're doing. And I appreciate you for listening. Peace out. Yes, piss out.